podcast if you're listening on audio. Welcome on Facebook and YouTube and Twitch and all the places. I am Cub Cooker and I'm your host here for MyBible.Works podcast. Do you believe the Bible works? Well, I do. And we've got a whole community of people that do as well. Uh, So we're all about jumping into God's Word and uh, really going straight for the life application and how can we apply this to our life? What can we take away from it every day uh, so that we can serve God's kingdom better? uh, We can bless others. We can live the life that God intends for us to live. So if you believe that, you are in the right place. Um, So today we're going to jump in. I'm going to go ahead and go over to the presentation screen here. Uh, We're going to be reading from Acts chapter 8 today and the question of the day is let me get to the question here it is can you obtain the gift of God with money and the obvious answer would be no however I want to talk about why it's a no Um, when we think about this question and I always like to have a question every day when we think about this we think well no that's an obvious there's no way we can buy Uh, God's gifts with money because he is infinite uh, and money is a thing that we have on our planet here. So uh, again, the obvious answer being no, but I really want to look at the text today and that's what we do every single day uh, here on the podcast is look at the text. Why is that a no and why in your life you could actually be doing this without knowing it. And so the image for today is from Acts Uh, chapter 8 verse 20 and it says may your silver be destroyed with you because you thought you could obtain the gift of God with money and uh, this is the word for July 2nd 2021 and uh, in the background if you're listening here and you can't see what I'm talking about we've got some silver being smelted with a torch and so I like to do a powerful image like this every day so that we can really get into it and as we go through um i like to have this music on too i want you guys to just go there with me go into the text go into the time kind of feel it put yourself there so that we can take something real away today so we're gonna dive in with acts chapter 8 starting in verse 1 saul the persecutor saul agreed with putting him to death This is talking about Stephen. Saul agreed to putting him to death. On that day, a severe persecution broke out against the church in Jerusalem. And all except the apostles were scattered throughout the land of Judea and Samaria. Devout men buried Stephen and mourned deeply over him. Saul, however, was ravaging the church. He would enter house after house, dragging off men and women to put them in prison. Philip in Samaria. So those who were scattered went on their way, preaching the word. Philip went down to a city in Samaria and proclaimed the Messiah to them. The crowds were all paying attention to what Philip said as they listened and saw the signs he was performing. For unclean spirits, crying out with a loud voice, came out of many who were possessed, and many who were paralyzed and lame were healed. So there was great joy in the city. The response of Simon. 
A man named Simon had previously practiced sorcery in that city and amazed the Samaritan people while claiming to be somebody great. They all paid attention to him for the least of them to the greatest, and they said, This man is called the great power of God. They were attentive to him because he had amazed them with his sorceries for a long time. But when they believed Philip, as he proclaimed the good news about the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, both men and women were baptized. Even Simon himself believed. And after he was baptized, he followed Philip everywhere and was amazed as he observed the signs and great miracles that were being performed. Simon's Sin When the apostles who were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them. After they went down there, they prayed for them so that the Samaritans might receive the Holy Spirit because he had not yet come down on any of them. They had only been baptized in the name of Jesus. Then Peter and John laid their hands on them and they received the Holy Spirit. When Simon saw that the Spirit was given through the laying on of the apostles' hands, he offered them money, saying, Give me this power also, so that anyone I lay hands on may receive the Holy Spirit. But Peter told him, May your silver be destroyed with you, because you thought you could obtain the gift of God with money. You have no part or share in this matter, because your heart is not right before God. Therefore repent of this wickedness of yours, and pray to the Lord that, if possible, your heart's intent may be forgiven. For I see you are poisoned by bitterness and bound by wickedness. Pray the Lord for me, Simon replied, so that nothing you have said may happen to me. So after they had testified and spoken the word of the Lord, they traveled back to Jerusalem, preaching the gospel in many villages of the Samaritans. The Conversion of the Ethiopian Official an angel of the Lord spoke to Philip, Get up and go to the road that goes down to Jerusalem from Gaza. This is the desert road. So he got up and went. There was an Ethiopian man, a eunuch, and a high official of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who was in charge of her entire treasury. He had come to worship in Jerusalem and was sitting in his chariot on his way home, reading the prophet Isaiah out loud. The spirit told Philip, go and join the chariot. When Philip ran to it, he heard him reading the prophet Isaiah and said, do you understand what you're reading? How can I, he said, unless someone guides me. So he invited Philip to come and sit with him. Now the scripture passage he was reading was this. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter, and as a lamb is silent before its shearer, so he does not open his mouth. In his humiliation, justice was denied him. Who will describe his generation? For his life is taken from the earth. The eunuch said to Philip, I ask you, who is the prophet saying this about, himself? or someone else. Philip proceeded to tell him the good news about Jesus beginning with that scripture. 
As they were traveling down the road, they came to some water. The eunuch said, look, there's water. What would keep me from being baptized? So he ordered the chariot to stop, and both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water, and he baptized him. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord carried Philip away, and the eunuch did not see him any longer, but went on his way rejoicing. Philip appeared in Aztus, and he was traveling and preaching the gospel in all the towns until he came to Caesarea. This is the word of God for July 2nd, 2021. Let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you for these beautiful, beautiful passages where we get to hear some really challenging things today. Some challenging things about money, some challenging things about what we can even do to receive the Spirit. And we just thank you for bringing us these words, leaving them for us. And we ask your Spirit, that's all we ask. We ask that your Spirit would be on us as we discuss these passages every day and that you would carry them with us as we go through the day so that we may know you better and serve you higher. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow, what a powerful word for today, guys. Uh, I want to welcome everyone on TikTok who's been watching over here. We've got another camera watching on TikTok. Um, And for Acts 8.20, may your silver be destroyed with you because you thought you could obtain the gift of God with money. And what a powerful passage because my question for today is I always put a question as the first comment on these posts Can you obtain the gift of God with money? And how are you actually doing this? Or how was I doing this without knowing it? And so we go back to the passage to really look at this and look at Simon's sin. So we see that, you know, he's practicing sorcery and it doesn't say that's his sin. Now I'm not condoning that, but I just find that interesting that uh, that was not what this passage says his sin is. It says when the apostles were in Jerusalem, So they're in Jerusalem, and they are baptizing Samaritans, uh, but then they're laying hands on them and giving them the Holy Spirit, imparting the Holy Spirit, if you will. Now, I don't pretend to understand any of this. Um, I believe that I operate in the Holy Spirit on a fairly regular basis, uh, sometimes more obviously than others. But this passage really made me think. Um, Because they lay hands, the spirit is received. This is a powerful thing when you have a bunch of people come together who have the spirit and they're laying hands on someone and that someone receives the Holy Spirit. And so Simon sees this and Simon has a lot of money because he's been performing miracles and, uh, you know, or sorcery as it says. And people have been following him. You know, he kind of had his own thing going on, his own show. And um, so he has plenty of money. And he basically is like, all right, how much do you want? He's asking the apostles, like, all right, I'm going to buy this. How much is it? I want this Holy Spirit thing so I can go and lay hands on people too. uh, Because I want to be able to impart that power on someone. And that's just quite literally what the text says here. Again, I like to stay on the surface of the text and then apply it to our lives without getting into a bunch of deep theology here, I like to 
uh, just bring us all this word every day and kind of the theme for the day. So, because I think the best storyteller is God's word. He laid it out for us. We might as well just read through it and discuss it and dream on it and uh, open our hearts and minds to it. So, therefore, repent of this wickedness of yours. I pray that the Lord, if possible, your heart's intent may be forgiven. So they really call him out for being wicked here. And we might think in our heads and in our minds and in our hearts, why is that wicked? He wants the Holy Spirit. Isn't that a good thing? Doesn't he want to go out and lay hands on people and impart that on others? Well, yes, maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he's doing it because he just wants to have more for his show, more for his sorcery show. Uh, But for me, what it really spoke to me was he was trying to bribe the apostles to give him the Holy Spirit. And how many times did we try to bribe God? Uh, And for me, I think this one became really evident today. I've been building this ministry for a while. Uh, It's really taking shape now. You guys have been uh, so awesome and interactive with this uh, over at mybible.works. And so I'm just really, really thankful for that. But I find myself, even on a daily basis as I pray, asking God or telling God to please give me the Spirit. And I find myself uh, kind of bargaining with him. Like, if he'll give me the Holy Spirit and he'll bless this ministry, uh, then I'll do this over here or I'll do that over there. And I think that's what's really, really interesting is, uh, I'm going to go back to the chat screen since we're not actually at an intermission here. But um, So if you guys want to, by the way, this chat screen over here, uh, you guys, the chat will pop up over here if you want to chat with me. So uh, if you're watching live right now... Um, you can actually drop a line and I'll be able to read it on the screen. I hopefully, hopefully we'll have TikTok tied into that very soon. Um, but until then, and I think I'm going to go ahead and flip the TikTok camera around so you guys can watch uh, as we do this. So, so uh, what I'm really wondering here is how, how do we get the Holy Spirit if we can't bargain with God for it? And I think one of the biggest takeaways that I had from this, and I will, I'll go ahead and bring up the intermission screen here so I can kind of go through this. One of the biggest takeaways I had here was just the idea that I think they just wanted him to ask. I think God just wanted him to ask. Uh, That's my speculation on this verse. So, Uh, He says, give me this power also so that anyone I lay hands on may receive the Holy Spirit. But Peter told him, may your silver be destroyed with you because you thought you could obtain, you thought you could obtain the gift of God with money. You have no part or share in this matter. So my clue in that is you have no say in this in who God gives the Holy Spirit to. Because your heart is not right before God. Your heart is not right before God. So, you know, and then we go back to the verse where it says, Seek his kingdom first, and all these things will be added to you. And that's really more what it's talking about than like, you know, all of these earthly things. Not that he doesn't give us those as resources as well. But, you know, I think that's what this is talking about. This Holy Spirit, this power, this ability to follow through with things 
that are on our heart and know that we're being divinely led and divinely protected. And I know that's what you guys want. I know that's what I want. So for today, I think this is a wonderful word because uh, we know that it's not by our power. We have no part or say in this matter. The only thing we can do for God is get our heart right, get our heart in the right place, get it right before God, repent of the wickedness, pray that the Lord, if possible, that our heart's intent may be forgiven. And we know that through Christ it is. So we don't want to be poisoned by bitterness and bound by wickedness because we're trying to use this Holy Spirit for our will. We want to use it for God's will. And I think that's, it's a beautiful thing, guys. So um, I just really want us to all keep this in our hearts for today is let's get our hearts right. Uh, all the money, all the resources, all the people, everything that we want and need will follow if our heart is right first, the Holy Spirit can enter us and operate with us. And when we're operating with the Holy Spirit, we can see opportunities. We see the right people. We can move into the right places to gain the resources we need to build our ministries, our businesses, our churches, our groups, our families, whatever that is, guys. So again, if you believe the Bible works, then you're in the right place. MyBible.Works is the website. You can go over to www.mybibleworks, not .com, mybible.works, um, and join the community. We've got a free community over there. It is awesome. Uh, you can join a lot of people as we go through God's Word every single day. And we just seek it. That's all we're doing is seeking God's Word. And so I'd love for you to join us over there. It's a wonderful place to be. Um, We've got some great conversations going on over there. So please just jump over. It's a free account. It'll take you about five minutes to set it up. Uh, it really, even for me, it took about 20 seconds. So super easy to set up. And like I said, it's free. Uh, it's like social media for people that want to learn more about the Bible, where we can just discuss together, get into the word. We've got a prayer wall over there. We've got uh, a discussion forum. And then we've got the daily readings just like this right over there. So you guys go check it out. We're going to resume uh, the day here. So please subscribe. You can follow me for all of the My Bible Works content on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitch at Cub, C-U-B, Cooker, K-U-K-E-R, at Cub Cooker on all those platforms. And join me over on MyBible.Works. And I'd love to see you over there. I can interact with you directly. And uh, we can really do some more digging into God's word. So I love you guys. Peace. Have a beautiful day. And I'll see you on tomorrow's episode.